Welcome to She's Lit Podcast with your host, Dwen Sandori. She's Lit Podcast is a safe space for women to be led, inspired, and set on fire for Christ. So whether you're a new believer or a seasoned believer, I encourage you to grab your Bible, notepad, and oil as we shine forth our light. Hello, and welcome to another episode of She's Lit. So honored to be sharing this profound word with you. So I pray that it blesses you as much as it has blessed me. So at the top of the year, I participated in a 21-day fast with my church. The aim was to guide us on a transformative journey towards renewed vision and purpose. While fasting, the Lord led me to read the book of Isaiah. When I found myself marveled over chapter 6, verses 1 to 10, and it reads, This is the NLT version, by the way. It was in the year that King Isaiah died that I saw the Lord. He was sitting on a lofty throne, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Attending him were mighty seraphim, each having six wings. With two wings they covered their faces, with two they covered their feet, and with two they flew. They were calling out to each other, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of heaven's armies. The whole earth is filled with his glory. Their voices shook the temple to its foundations, and the entire building was filled with smoke. Then I said, it's all over, I am doomed, for I am a sinful man. I have filthy lips, and I live among a people with filthy lips. Yet I have seen the king of lords of heaven's armies. Then one of the seraphim flew to me with a burning coal he had taken from the altar with a pair of tongs. He touched my lips with it and said, see, this coal has touched your lips. Now your guilt is removed and your sins are forgiven. Then I heard the Lord asking, Whom should I send as a messenger to this people? Who will go for us? And I said, Here I am, send me. And he said, Yes, go, and say to this people, Listen carefully, but do not understand. Watch closely, but learn nothing. Now the word says that Isaiah saw the Lord. Saw, meaning in a vision. In the year of King Isaiah's death. So naturally I asked, Who is King Isaiah, and why is this mentioned? Isaiah, whose name means the Lord is my strength, is found in 2 Chronicles 26. It states that King Isaiah was the king of Judah who fought successfully against other nations, which led his fame and strength to grow tremendously. But by verse 16, we see that King Isaiah's pride leads to his demise. Now at first I assumed that Isaiah specifically received the vision in the year King Isaiah died because his death would be the catalyst for Isaiah's ministry. Which would make sense, right? When one door closes, another door opens. But, interestingly enough, Isaiah's ministry began prior to the year of King Isaiah's death, which means that Isaiah was already operating in purpose, before the Lord gave him this vision, before he was given the opportunity to answer the call. Now what's even more interesting is Isaiah's encounter with the Lord. The Lord causes Isaiah to see this vision. He allows Isaiah to experience this encounter. But when we get to verse 8, the Lord asks, who will go for us? Why would the Lord ask who would go for us if Isaiah is clearly there? And we know the Lord is aware of this because in verse 5 to 6, Isaiah announces that he is a man of unclean lips, meaning he is unclean to be in the presence of the Lord. And after announcing this, a seraphim touches his mouth with burning coal, cleansing his sin. Verse 5 to 6 reads, Then I said, it's all over, I am doomed, for I am a sinful man. 
I have filthy lips, and I live among a people with filthy lips. Yet I have seen the King, the Lord of Heaven's armies. Isaiah being there was no accident. It's like you call a moving company, and when they arrive, you ask, who's going to move the furniture? That would be silly, right? And then it dawned on me. God is not going to force you to do anything. All he will do is ask, and it's up to you to decide whether or not you want to follow. And after the Lord asks, whom should I send as a messenger to this people who will go for us? Isaiah responds, here I am, send me. He is first given a vision, then he is given a choice. Remember earlier when I stated the aim of the 21-day fast was to guide us on a transformative journey towards renewed vision and purpose? The irony, right? This is what the Lord was saying. If you are actively seeking him for vision and direction, if you are desiring his will for your life, if and when you get the call, please be prepared to be like Isaiah, ready and willing to say, here I am, send me. Be like Isaiah, ready and available to take the call. Is it possible that you are waiting for the call from God when in fact he is waiting for you to make a move? The fact that Isaiah was already in ministry shows that he had already decided to make himself available to serve the Lord. Making yourself available to serve the Lord means that you will intentionally commit to and protect that time. Or is it possible that you are like Isaiah, operating in purpose, waiting for your call from God, but he's taking too long? Now you're uncertain if you're even operating in purpose. I was watching Better Together TV, the message entitled, Whatever God Orders, He Pays For. I would encourage you to listen if you haven't. When Joyce Myers mentions that she had already made herself available to God, leading Bible study, handing out tracts on the street, and working in church, she wasn't trying to find anything. She just made herself available, available for God to use her. She stated, keep doing what you're doing, and when it's time, God will call you. And that is exactly what Isaiah was doing. He was doing his ministry, and when it was time, God called him. There was a specific call on Isaiah's life. His call was to continue his ministry, but specifically as a prophet. And as a prophet, he would prophesy to the Lord's people, the people of Israel. Isaiah had already been operating in purpose. But now was the time that the Lord was calling him to be a prophet. The Lord chose him to be a prophet. When God gives you an opportunity to be used by him, don't be like Moses, making excuses about your speech. Exodus 4 verse 1 to 10 in the NLT version reads, But Moses protested again. What if they don't believe me or listen to me? What if they say the Lord never appeared to you? Then the Lord asked him, what is that in your hand? A shepherd's staff, Moses replied. Throw it down on the ground, the Lord told him. So Moses threw down the staff and it turned into a snake. Moses jumped back. Then the Lord told him, reach out and grab its tail. So Moses reached out and grabbed it and it turned back into a shepherd's staff in his hand. Perform the sign, the Lord told him. Then they will believe that the Lord, the God of their ancestors, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob really has appeared to you. Then the Lord said to Moses, Now put your hand inside your cloak. So Moses put his hand inside his cloak, and then he took it out again, and his hand was white as snow, with a severe skin disease. Now put your hand back into your cloak, the Lord said. 
So Moses put his hand back in, and when he took it out again, it was healthy as the rest of his body. And the Lord said to Moses, If they do not believe you and are not convinced by the first miraculous sign, they will be convinced by the second sign. And if they don't believe you or listen to you, even after these two signs, then take some water from the Nile River and pour it out on the ground. When you do, the water from the Nile will turn to blood on the ground. But Moses pleaded with the Lord, O Lord, I'm not very good with words. I never have been, and I'm not now. Even though you have spoken to me, I get tongue-tied and my words get tangled. Or Jonah, who ran away from the call. Jonah 1, verses 1 to 3 in the NLT version reads, The Lord gave this message to Jonah, the son of Amitya. Get up and go to the great city of Nineveh. Announce my judgment against it, because I have seen how wicked its people are. But Jonah got up and went the opposite direction to get away from the Lord. He went down to the port of Joppa, where he found a ship leaving from Tarshish. He bought a ticket and went on board, hoping to escape from the Lord by sailing to Tarshish. Or Barak, needing someone to go with you because you do not believe that the Lord is with you. Judges 4 verses 1 to 8 in the NLT version reads, After Ehud's death, the Israels again did evil in the Lord's sight. So the Lord turned them over to King Jabin of Hazar, a Canaanite king. The commander of this army was Sisera, who lived in Horsheth, Haganim. I'm sorry guys, that was completely butchered. <laughs> Sisera, who had 900 iron chariots, ruthlessly oppressed the Israelites for 20 years. Then the people of Israel cried out to the Lord for help. Deborah, the wife of Lapidoth, was a prophet who was judging Israel at the time. She would sit under the palm of Deborah between Ramah and Bethel in the hill country of Ephraim, and the Israelites would go to her for judgment. One day she sent for Barak, son of Abidmoen, who lived in Kadesh in the land of Naphtali. She said to him, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, commands you. Take out 10,000 warriors from the tribe of Naphtali and Zebulun at Mount Tabar, and I will call out Sisera, commander of Jabin's army, along with his chariots and warriors to the Kishon River. There I will give you victory over him. Barak told her, I will go, but only if you go with me. Now is the time for us to stand on business. No excuses, no attempts to persuade God to use someone else, or downplaying the abilities he has graced you with. We are answering the call. So I leave you with this question. When God calls you to the next phase in your walk, will you be like Isaiah, stating, Here I am, choose me. Or will you make an excuse? It's time to decide. I pray that you continue to seek God in all walks of life. He sees you, he's with you, he loves you, and he cares. God bless. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you feel led, please follow and share for more. To further support this podcast, please download the Alive Podcast app available on both iOS and Android. And be sure to subscribe to my show. She's Lit Podcast can be found at She's Lit Podcast on Instagram and TikTok. Feel free to follow and DM with any topics or questions. I'd love to stay connected.